Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. One rental at a time. It is Friday, August 5th, and this is your daily financial news. Folks, let's just jump right into it. We got the big number of the week about an hour and two hours ago, about two hours ago, about 5.30 a.m. Pacific. We got the July jobs number. And if you remember our conversation from yesterday, the expectation was for about 272, 272,000 jobs. If you go back and watch yesterday's conversation, something that I highlighted was we are in a time where good news equals bad news. And in yesterday's video, I gave you an example where if the jobs number came in at, say, 532, the market would not like it, right? A good number at 532 would be bad for rates, bad for stocks. Guess what, folks? The job numbers came out today, and they were not 532, but instead 528K. Barn burner numbers, almost 100% X in exactly what I thought would happen You get a number like this, why is it bad news? Well, let's have that conversation. Right now, there is a tug of war on Wall Street, and we talk to two of them every week. We talk to Dan on Sunday and Taylor on Monday. Both of them are telling us, hey, the Fed is almost done. The Fed is almost done. Hey, look at commodities. Hey, look at deflation. Hey, look, CPI is going to magically melt away. And then there are guys who are macro, like myself, like Greg, like Jonathan, like Anna, that we talk to again every week. Folks, this channel is different. I bring you seven or eight millionaires from across the spectrum, and we don't always agree. This is a perfect example. So why is this number important? Well, 528,000 jobs plus, plus... unemployment, folks. Yes, the unemployment rate went down. Down. And then finally, wages. Wage inflation went up half a percent month on month, annualized or seasonalized 5.2%. That is up from 5.1%. So wage inflation is getting stickier. Wage inflation is the boogeyman. We have talked about wage inflation a bunch on this channel. I have proposed that I think wage inflation is even underreported, hence inflation is stickier. So again, folks, there is nothing in this number, nothing, zero, zilch, nada, that we think the Fed will pivot in September. In fact, this number is so hot, so hot that I would anticipate by the end of the day, the odds of a 75 basis point or a third 75 basis point raise in September 
are up. Yesterday, heading into this number, it was about a 60-40 split. 60% were calling for a 50, 40% were calling for a 75. I would not be shocked if by the end of the day, it is 70-30. 70% call for 75 and 30 calling for 50. It could even be worse. The 10 and 2 uh, interest rates are jumping. I wrote them down. Let me find it. Here we go. The two-year note has jumped to 3.22. The 10-year has jumped to 2.81. So A, we are still inverted. We are inverted by almost half a point. 3.22 minus 2.81. That is a very, very steep yield curve inversion. In fact, this number is so hot, we might even see the three-month and the 10-year get closer. I did not check it this morning, uh, but I will check it later today. Folks, hot number. Just this tug of war between risk on Wall Street, come buy stocks, and macro folks going, dude, inflation's not up. You know, you're not going to magically make it go away. The Fed's got to do more. So hot number, what we expected. I would expect rates up, stocks down. We will see where this goes. But yeah, July July job creation, big, big, big beat. No way you can call that a recession. Sorry. You're adding half a million jobs. Not going to be called a recession, even though the economy is shrinking. I know it's weird. It's unusual. But I don't see the Economic Bureau flagging a recession. It's It's... 1947 on repeat. Yes, folks, 75 years ago, we are repeating Q3, Q, no, Q2, Q3. Not going to be called a recession. And again, I don't think it matters. I think housing will cause the recession going forward. So again, we talked about good news equals bad news. At least bad news for assets, specifically risk assets. Also, these, these numbers are so big, we'll probably see the 30-year mortgage rate jump quite a bit today. So again, pretty crazy day. Next, earnings. We got a bunch a bunch of earnings. Let's do it again. DoorDash beat top line, missed bottom line. They actually had a pretty large loss. Orders up 23% year-on-year, revenue up 30% year-on-year. But DoorDash warned consumer spending could turn off fast. Expedia, beat top line, beat bottom line. Again, the K-shaped summer, the travel season. Lodging, lodging is up 57%. Again, this is interesting. I look at Expedia and Airbnb as almost yin and yang. Airbnb was flying off the shelf last year. People were avoiding hotels. Well, given where Airbnb is with rates and saturation and all of that, lodging and hotels are taking off. So again, lodging up 57% year on year. Coinbase, they inked a deal with BlackRock. Apparently, the institutional clients at BlackRock can now leverage Coinbase to buy Bitcoin. That is interesting. Beyond Meat. Missed revenue, missed bottom line earnings, and lowered forecasts looking to lay off about 4% of the employees. Virgin Galactic, 
missed top line, missed bottom line, and delayed flights until Q2 of next year. Not good. Warner Brothers and Discovery reported their first combined subscribers, right? Discover streaming and Warner Brothers streaming 92 million subs, less than the market expected. Block, aka Square, beat top line, beat bottom line, but showed a 34% drop in their cash app. Cash app unit. Not good. Um, Again, Wall Street is making a huge bet. We've talked about this. This is a great dichotomy. Wall Street is betting that the Fed cuts rates and pivots very soon. The macro guys are not. There is a lot of money making that bet, and that uh, that might reverse very, very quickly. Housing market. Got some more housing market data. First, let's talk about Zillow. Zillow came out with their latest forecast. They joked that they are the last bull standing. Let me make sure I have the numbers. Here they go. Zillow is calling from July 2022, so yep, last month, to July 2023. Home price appreciation plus 7.8%. Again, let's have this conversation. I brought you this concept of real and nominal for about a year now. You always have to ask yourself, is that a real or nominal number, Michael? Zillow, this 7.8 from July to June is nominal. Nominal growth. So what happens if inflation is, for example, 7% between July 22 and June 23? The real home price in that wild example is only 0.8. Remember, Most, if not all, of the well-known housing metrics that we track here on this channel are all nominal. They are not real. Nominal housing price crash in the last 100 years, great recession. Real housing price deterioration has happened three or four times. Very big difference. Next, housing market. Solid base. Again, with rates going up, we have more... Uh, buyer or uh, owner lock-in. Did you know, did you know that according to, let's see, who did this? I believe this was, again, I think this one was Redfin. Sorry, this one was Redfin. Half of all homes, half, roughly, it's like 48.9%. I rounded to 50%. Half of U.S. homes are considered equity-rich. Well, what the hell does equity rich mean? 50%. That means if your house is worth 400, your balance of your loan is 200 in that example. In states like Florida, 60% of homes are equity rich. Goes to show you how much appreciation has occurred in Florida. Folks, those channels that told you that 2020 and 2021 were bad years to buy, They owe you money. 2021 was one of the best years to buy a home because of the rate. It just was. It's mathematically true. I don't know why I get, I don't know why people fight that. Channels that have been talking about a housing crash in 2020 and 2021 
did you a disservice. They got paid and you lost. Have your buy box. Do the work yourself. Stop watching guys in their mom's basement. Do the work. Buy box, daily discipline. It's right out there for you. I wish you luck. I'm not saying prices are going to go up 20% this year. It won't happen. But I bet you if you do the work, you have a buy box, I believe you can find a great deal. That's all that we want. We just want a great deal. So please continue to do the work. And then housing or AMC, sorry. Um, AMC leadership is not doing you, the shareholders, right. In fact, I believe AMC is doing you dirty. What do I mean by that? So if you've been following the AMC story, they were one of these meme stocks that went to the moon. What did AMC do? They issued more shares. They created dilution. Well, guess what? That worked so well. AMC wanted to do it again. But their shareholders said, no, we do not approve of more dilution. Stop increasing your piggy bank on the back of my money. Good for you. Now the AMC leaders are doing you dirty. They found or created a loophole. What they're going to do now is they're going to create some bullshit preferred stock called Ape. If that's not insulting, right? They're going to use the meme kind of verbiage. They're going to create a preferred a preferred share. They are going to, I want to make sure I get the number right. They are going to issue 517 million preferred units to existing shareholders. And then guess what? They're going to screw you. After they give you, right, they're so, they're so nice, they're going to give you 517 million shares. Then they're going to stick a knife in your back. They are going to have 4.5 billion ape units that they can sell at their heart's discretion. AMC leaders suck. They are only interested in padding their stock portfolios, their wallet, their position. You have already given AMC leaders enough money. In fact, you told them no more. And they're going to come out and do you like this? They're only interested in themselves. They don't care about you. You're you bad, bad, bad people, AMC leaders. What else do I got for you? Other cool things. Did you know that Amazon is going to buy iRobot? You might not know what iRobot is. Think Zumba. Yes, folks, they are going to, or Roomba, Roomba, with an R, not a Z, sorry. Roomba, they're going to buy iRobot, who makes the Roomba vacuum cleaner that cleans up uh, your house when you're not there. So again, uh, for $1.7 billion, Amazon is flexing their muscle and adding uh, value uh, there. Elon Musk in the news. He took some questions at a shareholder meeting. Elon Musk thinks we are past peak inflation. I think that's interesting, right? Elon Musk, not not necessarily because it's Musk, but because he is over such a big environment. He gets a look at commodities, right? There's a lot of commodities that go into cars. So 
makes sense that he might say that. He also is calling for an 18-month mild recession, which I thought was interesting. Blackstone is getting ready to buy with a $50 billion real estate fund. It is the largest real estate fund ever created, right? The largest private equity fund ever created focused on real estate. Oracle, just up the road for me on the 101, started a round of layoffs. It sounds pretty chaotic in Redwood City, which used to be their headquarters. Obviously, now they've moved to Texas, I believe. So Oracle is whacking customer service and marketing teams pretty bad. Remember what I said, always try to get close to revenue when you are in or heading into a recession. And again, core revenue, not new products revenue. All right, folks, that's what I got for you today. Again, remember, we did a deep dive Zoom with the three amigos. You can find it on this channel under deep dive about self-management. And tomorrow, if you are one of my students, we are doing a deep dive with that ADU guy on ADUs. Starts at 9 a.m. Pacific. I have put the invite in our Facebook group. I have sent the invite via Teachable. If you have not gotten it and you are one of my students, send me an email, DM me on Instagram. Uh, I will watch those things this evening and make sure you get it. Again, remember, if you don't have the money to join the course, it is okay. I will publish this video 9 a.m. on Sunday for all of you in YouTube land. So take care of yourself. Have a wonderful Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. Good news is bad news. Bad news is good news. The world is topsy-turvy. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Bye-bye.